You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk about American Idol, that finale from Sunday night. A little bit more about that. We're going to talk a little bit more about Vanderpump Rules. We have some new information in regards to Big Brother and Challenge USA when it's coming back on this summer. Also, we've got some Taylor Swift news. The Swifties might have done something that is completely making them off their rocker. We'll get to that. And also got some Jeff Bezos news and Brady Bunch news. How about that? We'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store. It's the number one trivia game in the App Store. Right now, they're offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, this podcast... Brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It's on comingoutforlove.com. New episode every Friday comes out. It's a 16-episode season. They are three episodes in already. Fourth one comes out this Friday. So go to comingoutforlove.com. Click on bundles in the upper right-hand corner. Choose whatever bundle you'd like to purchase. And then type in Reality Steve for your promo code, and that'll get you 15% off your order. All right, let's get started. I want to talk a little bit about American Idol from Sunday night because there is something that I said earlier in the season that I I was – the take I had was from the earlier days of American Idol, and I'll explain here. I had said that, look, Ian's getting to the final three. You could just pencil him in. I said that at final 20, and I said – but I didn't think he was going to win because I didn't think he was very marketable. He doesn't have music that's going to play on a top 40 station. However, times have changed. Because now, that was more along the lines of when it was on in the early 2000s, when there was no social media, there was no Instagram, there was no Twitter, there was no reels and stuff like that. And everybody's got their fans. Ian, we know, has got a ton. He's got 550,000 followers on Instagram, which is 400,000 more than the girl, Megan Danielle, who finished in second place. So it seemed like with that many more followers, he was going to win. And I don't even really think it matters about marketability anymore because these people can release their own music. Everybody on this show has got a fan base, whether it's Megan Danielle, whether it's Colin Stowe, Stow, whether it's Wayani, whether it's Haven Madison, Olivia Soli. I mean, anybody in the top 20 can say, look, you saw me on Idol, here's my new single, and just release it through their Instagram page. And, you know, if it catches on, you just never know. They just didn't have that back in the 2000s. And, yeah, it was still a popularity contest back then. It did not necessarily go to the best singer. And if you didn't win, it didn't matter because you could still have a good career. Jennifer Hudson, Chris Daughtry, Adam Lambert. I mean, the list goes on. Clay Aiken had a good singing career. He didn't win. So... And some winners did great. Carrie Underwood. I remember the episode. I specifically remember. I was working in mortgages, and I remember there was a guy there that loved Idol as well, and we would talk about it the next day. And he was a big Bo Bice guy. And I was telling him, 
And I remember the episode where Simon told Carrie Underwood, I think is after she sang the heart song. And he told her, not only will you win this season, you will sell more records than anybody in the history of this show. I don't know where she is in terms of her battle with Kelly Clarkson of who has sold the most records between winners. I don't know. It's probably fairly close. Maybe it isn't. Maybe Kelly, because Kelly had a four-year head start on her, three-year head start. Maybe Kelly's way ahead in record sales. I have no idea. All I know is they're both insanely successful. Like, picking who's done better, it's you're really nitpicking there because both of them are stars, and both of them have sold, sold a shit ton of albums. But it was just funny. I remember going into the office the next day and talking to this guy. I was like, hey. Simon said he thinks Carrie's going to sell more records than anybody. And he's like, no way, you're crazy. Bo Bice. I'm like, Bo Bice? Go on now. But, uh, yeah. And Simon said that. I don't know how many episodes were left in that season. Maybe they were halfway through the top 12 when she sang that song and killed it. And he said that. But, man, he, he was right. Clearly. I mean, he, he knew. He saw a star in her. But. You know, it's just different now because that show was also watched by 35 million people a week. Now you're looking at what? I haven't even looked at the ratings, but I think it's maybe, I, th- I mean, in terms of where I've memorized it, I want to say six or seven million people watch Idol a week, maybe even less. So <clears throat> the show is a lot different. It's not as mainstream anymore, even though it is on network television. But Ian's going to do well for himself. He's certainly got a niche audience that is going to buy his stuff. I just I just don't think any of his songs will be on Kiss FM. I I I don't see that. I, I don't see him putting out a pop album. I can see Haven Madison putting out something that we hear on Kiss FM. I can hear Megan Danielle putting out something on Kiss FM, even though well, maybe not. Maybe not Megan. Haven for sure. But they can all do well in their own ways. But the last person to absolutely blow up from winning Idol, man, I'd have to go over all the Idol winners. Certainly ever since they brought it back to ABC and changed from Fox to ABC, I don't think any of those winners have absolutely destroyed in terms of having, you know, a 50-city tour. I'm not talking Taylor Swift-level tour. I'm just talking about where they're touring the country and selling out even arenas, not I'm not even talking about football stadiums. Nobody. So who was the last one to do that? I I don't know. I'd have to look at all the winners. Maybe I'll look at that tonight and get it to you tomorrow. But it's been a while. But they did absolutely produce some bangers in the early 2000s, whether it was Fantasia or Carrie Underwood or Jennifer Hudson, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Clarkson. I mean, some did really, really well. Jordan Sparks obviously had a lot of good singles. So, yeah. Um, it's just a different show now. It's more of a, almost a, uh, they're just going for the feel-good stories now. Seems like everybody's got a sob story that makes it to the top 12. So um, just a different show than what it was. But I think Ian will do well in his own niche audience. He doesn't need to be on Kiss FM to sell albums, to sell singles. But, you know, is he going to get a residency somewhere? Is he going to tour the nation? Probably not. Shit, he's only 18. He's got a lot of growing to do still uh, in his music. 
So we'll see where it goes from here. But just wanted to say that, that American Idol is not the show that it once was, but it can still produce, you can still have a good, solid music career from it. We got some news yesterday in regards to Big Brother and Challenge USA, and I wouldn't say it's the greatest news. Yes, they're both coming back, but Big Brother got delayed a full month, probably because of the writer's strike, and I don't really know what they're going to do come September-ish because, as we know, Big Brother is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Well, Big Brother doesn't start until August 2nd this year, so it's getting pushed back a full month. Usually starts in July. It's not coming back till August 2nd. And that Wednesday show, the fall season of Survivor, is going to start in September. And that's on Wednesday nights for 90 minutes. So is Big Brother going to air maybe an hour maybe an hour after that? I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but that needs to be figured out. Challenge USA is going to be on CBS. There was rumors that was only going to be on Paramount+. Plus. But no, it's coming back for a second season on CBS. As you know, Sarah and Danny were the winners of season one of Challenge USA. But a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't take any of the MTV people. They took all people from CBS shows, which was Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, one other show that I'm forgetting. This year for season two, they're like, yeah, we kind of need to put some of our mainstays on the CBS show. Now, granted, they still have a lot of CBS show people on the season. If you don't know, I'm going to run down the cast for you for Challenge USA Season 2. I have not looked at any spoilers. In fact, I was scrolling Instagram this weekend and I saw a page that was literally MTV Challenge Spoiler or something like that. That was the name of the Instagram account. And it said, swipe through if you want to see the final six on the current season of Challenge USA Season 2. And I did not. I don't want to know, but I know it filmed in Croatia. It is filming in Croatia, and they are down to the final six. Or I actually I didn't look at the date of that post. It's very possible that date was old, and this season is already done filming. But there's only one spoiler that I came across, and it has to do with one of the relationships. It doesn't even have to do with an elimination. But let me just run you down who's on this season, in case you didn't know. Alyssa Lopez. Big Brother season twenty three. Uh, um, Big Brother twenty three. She was also on last season of Challenge USA. Alyssa Snyder, Big Brother twenty four. You remember her? Her and uh, Kyle had their relationship. Amanda Garcia, very well known in the MTV world. Amira Jones, Big Brother twenty four. Cassidy Clark, Survivor forty three. Chris Underwood, one Survivor thirty eight. Chanel Howell, Survivor forty two. Corey Wharton, our boy Corey's back. Desi Williams, Survivor 35. Dusty Harris, Amazing Race 33. Sorry, I don't watch that show. I have no idea who he is. Fessy, Bananas. Jonna from Real World Cancun, the main series, All-Stars. Josh Martinez is back. Luis Colon, Amazing Race 34. Michaela Bradshaw, Survivor 33 and 34. And she was on uh, the main series. Michelle Fitzgerald. Survivor 32 and Survivor 40, also on the MTV Challenge. Monty from Big Brother 24, who finished second to Taylor Hale. Here's an interesting one. It's been, what, five years? Pauly is back. Interesting. I had no idea they were interested in bringing him back. Sebastian Noel, Survivor 36. Tiffany Mitchell, part of the cookout from Big Brother 23. 
Tory is back. Tyler Crispin from Big Brother 20 and 22 and Wes. Now, the only spoiler that I heard, and if you don't want to know one of the hookups that happened in the house, and I don't know if they're still, if it was just during filming or whatever, but um, it was said that uh, Tyler and Alyssa Snyder from this past season of Big Brother 24, the one who was with Kyle, uh, her and Tyler uh, were hooking up on Challenge Season 2, which is kind of funny because if you kind of break it down, (laughs) Alyssa looks like Tyler's ex-wife, Angela, in a way. So Tyler certainly got a type, but yeah, I don't want to know any spoilers. It looks like if that Instagram post that I saw that said swipe for the final six was actually up to date this weekend, then they're still filming, but I don't want to know. I didn't look, I did not swipe, but that's your cast. And that starts, um, eight days after big brother, big brother starts on August 2nd challenge. USA starts on August 10th. All right, we know Swifties can get out of hand. I mean, we've seen some of the longest lines for merchandise at her Eras Tour concert. We've seen people pay an exorbitant amount of money for tickets to her Eras Tour that's currently going on. I think this weekend is New York. That's right. New York is this weekend. So anybody in New York, have fun. This past weekend was... Massachusetts at Foxborough and she had another rain concert the second show in Massachusetts it poured and there was a lot of rain however something that has stemmed from that night I believe it was Saturday night in Foxborough is the fact that there are some people now online who are who were in attendance at Foxborough on Saturday night that are now selling rainwater in jars from Saturday night for $250 for a jar of rain from the Taylor Swift concert this past Saturday night in Foxborough. Let me tell you something. $250 for a jar of rainwater from a Taylor concert? Are you fucking kidding me? I would never, ever pay $250 for rainwater from a Taylor Swift concert. You know why? Because I'd pay a fucking thousand. Give me four of them. (laughs) And you think I'm kidding. I don't think I've ever brought up Jeff Bezos on the Daily Roundup. Really no need to. He's, is he richer than Bill Gates? Probably should have looked that up. They're both stupidly rich. I mean, rich to the point where you and I can't even comprehend the amount of money those two make. But for this particular story, talking about Jeff Bezos, and the story goes that he got engaged to his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. And Lauren Sanchez might not mean a lot to the average person who doesn't know where she is or where she came from, but I can tell you this, and this is just a Lauren Sanchez story that I have, and I don't want to dive into it too much, but Lauren Sanchez came from the world of sports in the late 90s. When I was in Los Angeles working in sports talk radio in the late 90s and early 2000s, Lauren Sanchez was a broadcaster 
on. It was I can't remember the name of it at that time. I think it was Fo- maybe it was Fox Sports West, whatever it was called back then. I believe it was Fox Sports West. It might have had a different name, but she was with the the Fox Sports cable affiliate that showed the Laker games, the Clipper games, the Dodger games, the Angel games, all that stuff. And she was a news anchor. You know, at ten o'clock they'd have their own type of sports center on Fox Sports West, and she was a news anchor. And you know. She was the talk of a lot of sports talk shows back then because, one, she was incredibly attractive, and, two, she struggled sometimes with the teleprompter, to say the least. And not necessarily struggled with the teleprompter where she couldn't read. She could read fine. It's just... Let's just say, I don't think Lauren had a background in sports. Maybe she did. But... There were a couple times on the air where very, very familiar sports terms were in her copy to read on air, and she totally mispronounced them. I'm not going to go over her mistakes, but the reason I'm even bringing up this story is because of the Lauren Sanchez story that I heard back when I was working in sports radio back then was there was a audition tape of hers that circulated during that time when she was making blatant mistakes on air and just reading wrong terms. Anybody that was in the Los Angeles area during that time probably had heard that story if you were in the sports world at that point. And finally, I saw this story yesterday in regards to the Brady Bunch that I was like, whoa, did not know this. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'd heard the rumors. We've heard the rumors throughout the years that there was a lot of hanky-panky. There was a lot of hooking up going on on the Brady Bunch set between the kids. But there was always a rumor that Barry Williams was interested or even hooked up with his mom on the show, Florence Henderson. Well, there's a story that broke yesterday is that Susan Olsen, who played Cindy on The Brady Bunch, wanted to set the record straight, and she said no. They never hooked up, but Greg, Barry Williams, had a giant crush on her. He was 15, and Henderson was 36 at the time, and he did take her on a date. So, and Florence Henderson, I guess, told the story a while back, and she said, He was too young to drive, so his older brother brought him to my hotel, and then I drove us to the Ambassador Hotel in L.A. where we saw a singer. It was so sweet because Barry made sure we had a good table. After the show, his brother picked him up and took took him home. The crush was a very serious thing for him, so I was never condescending. I certainly liked him too, but I wasn't exactly the share of the TV mom set. And Barry also said, it wasn't that I sought to bed her. I just wanted to spend time with her. And... That was like, I guess, an urban legend for the longest time that Greg had hooked up with his mother on the show. And I guess now it's not true. I mean, Florence Henderson, rest in peace. I think she passed last year. When did she when did she pass? Um, Holy shit, I've lost all track of time. Florence Henderson died in 2016. 
Are you kidding me? She died eight years ago or seven years ago? Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't have guessed that. I thought it was like around COVID. Not because of COVID, but just around COVID time. Apparently, I'm way off. But anyway, good to know that uh, she didn't go to her grave with this horrible uh, rumor going around that she slept with a 15-year-old that she worked with on the Brady Bunch because she uh, did not. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. It is much appreciated. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with yet another show. Sports Daily comes out in about an hour from now, so check that out. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Rate, subscribe, and review. It certainly helps the podcast. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!